Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. See if she can do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that is to get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. She is the person who can make that 10-day home loan approval guarantee a reality. Check her out on the web at BowersockTeam.com. Bowersockteam, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, just like it sounds. Bowersockteam.com. All right, so Jeff Howe joins me from across town. Now, um, you asked me a question yesterday before the news conference started when I was making my way into the interview room. And in, it was a very smart question you asked me. You asked me where the closest bathroom was. And um, which, uh, having been in that building as many times as I've been in it, I have probably used every single restroom in that arena at some point. So it was a smart move, but it got me thinking. I thought, wait a minute. Has Jeff been in this building before? You've been in that building before, hadn't you, T-Mobile? I've only been there once. I was there for media day in October, but guys okay. usually don't cover the Big 12 tournament. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. Okay. All right. So, but it was a heads up question well, on your part. It's been, it's been yeah, yeah, recently it's been bumping up to where it's the same week. Usually the Big 12 tournament falls on the same week that spring football starts. Yep. So usually I try to stay back in Austin for, for football stuff. I know. Well, it, it's good to have you in town in Kansas City. So, uh, let me get your impressions. I know you also have some audio as well, but your impressions of the day's events yesterday at T-Mobile. Uh, I've got a, yeah, we've got a clip we're going to run right now. But uh, thank you, Cameron Parker, for your diligent work in getting this ready. Craig, I've solved the mystery of the Jabari Rice shoe controversy. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so once and for all, let's set the record straight. Straight from the horse's mouth, here was the deal with the shoes in the Penn State game. The LeBrons were hurting my feet, honestly. Uh, I got them the day before. I saw them. I was uh, with my dad, and I got them the day before. And so uh, they were just hurting my feet. They weren't broken in uh, enough. But ever since uh, I've worn these, I've had a good game. So uh, I might as well keep it going. I shouldn't try to change it. So I just put these back on. And every every game from now on that I'm fortunate to play, I'm going to be wearing these. So, as he was saying, the LeBrons hurt his feet. Yeah, the LeBron hurt his feet and went back to his other shoes, so he'll be wearing the the the, the multicolored shoes for the game tomorrow or for the game tonight. Okay, that is good to know. And I should add as a postscript to this, Jeff, because this also goes to another question. I think Cam didn't you tell me there was a question on the Specs text line uh, right near the start of the program about barbecue about. Kansas City barbecue. Yeah, a, someone was wondering if you had KC barbecue on your agenda this weekend. Well, I, I I've already had it some, and here's what happened. Uh, it, the the answer to the question is yes. It would it was going to be on the agenda. Now our producer Dave Garrett wasn't able to uh, arrive in town until last night. So normally when we barbecue, we we do the barbecue thing together because we've hit a lot of the places in this town. However. Uh, Dave wasn't here yet, and when the team returned, and I returned with them from the close practice yesterday, they had barbecue catered from Gates, and uh, and Gates is another one of those classic traditional barbecue places. That's good barbecue, and of course, a lot of folks know Gates from what else they're known for. And and Rodney brought this up in talking to the team. They yell at you. It's kind of almost like a soup Nazi experience. When you go through the line, what do you want? You know, and it's a speak up, you know, it's, it's that kind of stuff. It's pretty entertaining, actually. 
And uh, I remember taking Olin Buchanan through there once when, when OB was working for the States before he went over to works at Texax now. But before, before then, uh, it, it was his first time. And he was covering uh, women's athletics at the time. And I took him over there, and he was really thrown, thrown off by that. The reason why I bring that up and what it relates to shoes, Jeff, is when we first went down and we were invited to come and eat with the team, at first we were told, hold on, the guys aren't here yet. And, of course, you always let the team go first and, and get what they want. And there's always plenty of food, so that's never an issue. But they were waiting on the players. Why they were waiting on the players is because when the bus got back to the hotel, Jeff, they all went to the nearby uh, shoe store and were getting shoes. Guys were getting shoes last night. Uh, and I did see Jabari come in with a – yeah, Jabari came in with a bag in his hands. Now, I don't know that they were necessarily shoes for wearing on the floor. And like he told you, he's planning no. on wearing the gamers he wore last week tonight. So I can tell you the story behind this. So there's a, like a little boutique place right by the hotel. Yes. And Dylan Mitchell had bought some slides. You know, I'm not going to say how much he paid for the slides, but let's just say they're more than I was, I'm willing to pay for a pair of slides. I got you. And okay. they were kind of, the, the, slide, the slides were getting passed around the locker room, and guys could not believe how comfortable these slides were. So the plan was for them to get back to the hotel and guys to go get their slides or get some, some shoes that were that same brand. At the little the little big seat next to the hotel, so okay. you can blame Dylan Mitchell, Craig, for for dinner being late last night. Okay, all right, that makes perfect sense because all we were told is the guys are at a shoe store, at the shoe store yep. there that attaches to the Crown Center and all that kind of stuff. The guys are at the shoe store, so I thought, wow, they're going out and getting shoes, and but that wasn't it. They're going out to get slides. Okay, well that that makes sense, and and Jabari found slides, himself, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jabari found some. He he was he had a shopping bag with him. So uh, we'll look for the same shoes tonight, Jeff, but uh, different slides for him. Yeah, well, you know, I want I want to keep us on the clock, but sticking with Jabari, yep. uh, real quick. You know, th- this team. I I was talking to him about you know, what's the vibe, and and he said, you no, know, he said I think we were. He said, I forgot how to describe you know nerves or, or just kind of those butterflies. He said, I think it, there was more of that last week just thinking about the possibility of getting here. He said, now that we're here, he said, I don't think we could be more relaxed or be more loose or just be as ready to play as we were. And, Craig, you saw them in the open practice yesterday. That was not a team. I would describe that group as the furthest thing from uptight. They were loose. They were relaxed. But it's not uh, It's not an aloofness type deal. It's just a, a quiet confidence. You know, this isn't business-like all year, but there's now a, dare I say, a swagger about this team uh, now that they've got here. You know, because I do think now now that in hindsight is 2020, now they can admit, like, hey, yeah, when you are the highest seed and, and you're playing in that first and second round, there is a little bit of pressure. But now they understand, look, if, you, if you've gotten to this point in the tournament, you're a really good team. And they know the teams that they're going to play the rest of the way are really good teams, starting with Xavier tonight. And it's crazy, Craig. When you think about the three tests this team has had, each of their first three games in this tournament, they'll have faced three of the better three-point shooting teams in the country. Now, exactly. Penn State didn't shoot it as Penn State didn't shoot it as much as Colgate did, and Xavier doesn't shoot it as much as Penn State did. I think Xavier's in the 200s nationally in three-point attempts per game. Uh, but there's a, this is a team that they've got multiple guys on the floor that can shoot it. They shoot it at a, about a 39% clip. But 
you know, one thing that I, I'm really, I just really continue to, to applaud this team for, as good as they are on offense. And, Greg, I think it gets lost in the shuffle. You know, this team led the Big 12 in scoring this season. Yeah. Uh, they were a pretty proficient, prolific offensive team. But they'll tell you, we don't really focus on what happens on the offensive end because they know when they're really good, it starts with them. They're really getting down, guarding people, and playing really good defense, and their offense comes off of their defense. Guys really understand that. It's, it's one thing to talk about that, but this team really believes in it. So it's another one of those tough tests where your perimeter guys are going to be tested. Uh, you know, your bigs are going to have some some one-on-one matchups that they're going to have to win their share of those. So uh, somewhat similar. I know, I know the, the personnel for Xavier is different, but stylistically – uh, not all that different than what Texas has seen the first two games is what they'll see tonight. All right. Uh, this hour's long war notebook with Jeff. 